Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So, do you know that it is not my responsibility to manage your health? I did know that, yes. Do you know whose responsibility it is? Mine. Yeah, but too many people don't agree with that. Well, that's because people are idiots. Yeah, there's so many people who are complaining that people won't get the vaccine and therefore they're affecting everyone else's health. Well, that to me is stupid on multiple levels. Your, your assumption is that by having the vaccine, you know, your argument is that by having the vaccine, you won't get the virus and you won't spread the virus. But that by the people not getting vaccinated, they can still both spread the virus and get the virus. Right. But what part of the logic are they missing where they've said that if you're vaccinated, you can't get the virus or spread the virus? So if you're vaccinated and you can't get to the virus who the hell cares if you're around people who can spread the virus right they can it's only why, spread the virus to other people like them that's why i don't really care if i'm around people who have measles because i've had the measles vaccine exactly it, it and and what people don't seem to understand is that the vaccine and the reason i'm majorly against it it's very very experimental the fda says that mrna therapies are gene therapy. They're not vaccines. So this isn't a vaccine. It's gene therapy. And you know why they're calling it a vaccine. How many people do you think would be lining up for gene therapy? Less sheep. Yeah. There'd still be a lot, but there'd be a lot less. Right. And it's gene therapy, people. And how do you know? So I have a kid who's going to be 18 in January. How do I know that if I gave him this vaccine, that in by the time he's 30, he's sterile and can't have kids, or he gets testicular cancer because of it, or some other kind of cancer, or some other weird disease that we've never heard of before because nobody has ever screwed with our RNA before. Right. So, so how do we know this? We don't know this. It's not a risk that I'm lining up to take. I am not comfortable with that. So... But the point is that just because I'm not comfortable with it, I don't understand why you're griping. You can't get the virus according to you. You believe these things. I don't. I still think you can still get it. Your friends. But these people, yeah, I'm talking about the people online. These people, they don't get it. They think that that they can't get the virus. So then why do they care who doesn't have the vaccine? They shouldn't care at all. Right. If you're protected, you're protected. Done. Finished. You don't and see people going around every year yelling at other people to get the flu shot. That's a conversation people have with their doctor. Well, and that kind of 
brings us kind of full circle because then people are like, you know, what they don't understand is that when you try to put pressure on people, a certain percentage, a large percentage will lie. Yeah, I got the vaccine. Right. So that's why <laughs> the same people who are bitching and moaning about people not getting the vaccine are very supportive of the vaccine passport idea because they want people to have to prove but do they really honestly think that some criminal somewhere isn't going to be able to create a vaccine passport and sell it for a few thousand dollars to people who will buy it so just so they don't have to get the vaccine and can continue to travel? Oh, my gosh. You know, it's funny. This is the second time I've had this conver- this exact conversation today, which is extra funny. So I was on one of my team meetings this morning and the boss man was like, uh, well, one of the other people is getting her second second dose of the vaccine on Friday. Mm-hmm. And the boss man was like, we're just going to have to email Victoria a vaccine. <laughs> mm. And so then he said, well, and then with her graphic design skills, she could just make her own vaccination card. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. People, people are going to do this. This is what's going to happen. And. I don't know. You know, I'm a little worried about what the end result. If this was a normal vaccine, like like the flu vaccine, I would probably go ahead and get it. Okay. Just to be safe. And you know why? People keep saying, oh, well, COVID, it's just like the flu, only, it, only it's like the flu on steroids. You feel worse. Well, I don't like how I feel on the flu. I definitely don't want to have the flu on steroids. Well... JT got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine and he said that he felt kind of shitty. He got it on like Friday afternoon. Right. He felt kind of shitty on Saturday afternoon and evening and he was fine on Sunday. And it wasn't even like he was moving. Yeah. And so he had to take it kind of light, but was still able to complete his moving. That's how he felt on Saturday. Well, that's interesting. But like, right. so, you know, we're talking about, we don't know what the long-term effects can be, but then, you know, you have a situation like, like Mitchell. Okay. Mitchell has been a runner since like eighth grade. Okay. So for like three or four years now, he's been running, never had any problems. And all of a sudden this year, he's having a problem with his psoas muscle yeah. and it's affected every single race he's run, but he's <laughs> getting smarter and he stopped mid race this time. But it's crazy. You know, you don't, you don't expect something like that to happen. Right. But I it agree. happens. And, and just seemingly out of nowhere, like there was no injury, no No, anything. it's not like he was running and fell down, and then all of a sudden, ever since then, this has been a problem, and you could attribute it, oh, he fell and, you know, tweaked the muscle or something. This is quite literally, like, cryptic and weird. Yeah. And, you know... After his last chiropractor visit, I thought we had it under control because he told him, you know, oh, it's like a zero now. I thought, well, this is great. You know, he's been running and it's a zero. Then I thought about (laughs) it today and what it is is the difference is running for practice isn't the same as running competitive. Right. Running competitive, you're aiming for the fastest possible time and you're trying to shave a second off here and a second off there. Push yourself way harder. Push yourself harder, right, to go for that PR. But it's a frustrating one, too, because as the chiropractor said, you can't just use massage therapy on it because it's really deep in there. It's hard to get to. Just kind of shitty, I suppose. Yeah. You know, one thing, though, that I noticed that he's not good about is icing it. 
Yep, you're going to have to go hassle him. That's the one thing I definitely <laughs> noticed. But I also think he may need to take the time off. Yeah, well, he run. said that earlier, so at least it won't be a fight. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's going to be forced to take two days off. Yeah. So maybe if he were to do Thursday and Tuesday, he could take Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday. That's four days. It's almost a week. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's uh, that's an exciting thing, too. You know, by the time people hear this episode, we will have gone to uh, Memphis, Tennessee, and I'm sure we'll have a, an episode about what happens while we're there. But it's going to be an interesting and fun weekend. I thought we were going to Nashville. Oh, I'm sorry, Nashville, not Memphis. You're right. We're going to Nashville. Memphis is where Elvis was from. How did you get that mixed up? Um, I'm You're stupid. You're losing it. You're losing it. But Nashville, sorry, my bad. But it's going to be fun. I was like, I think our flight is booked to the wrong city. If we're going to Memphis. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be, Whoops. it's going to be fun. Um, we'll do a going whole. Going there for an event on Saturday and then Sunday and Monday we have to ourselves. We'll do a whole episode about what's happening when we're in Tennessee. Yeah, it's going to be great. It might even be two episodes. I'm know? sure it'll be a before and after. Yep. So, um, that, that's coming up though. What? Like 11 days, like less than. It's a little more than a week, right? Yeah, 10, 10 11 days. Um, yeah. It'll be, it'll, it'll be here fast. It's that's for nine sure. Nine days until we leave. Yeah, it's Wednesday today we yeah. leave. It'll a be week here fast. Friday. It'll be here so fast that we won't even realize that it came that quickly. Yep. Now, question for you. Hmm. We all know, like we we were we were talking about the vaccine thing. Uh-huh. So we all know that, like, already in places they're putting in, like, you got to have a passport to come in or a proof of vaccination to come in. Um, in Britain, they're doing it in pubs. Uh-huh. Um, and there's a massive backlash against it. But if you... Let's do the start at the bottom. If you were required to have that in order to go to the grocery store or Walmart or Target... Would that be enough to make you get the vaccine? No. Me either. When was you know, the last I'd time use, I went to a grocery I'd store? I'd use Instacart to deliver what I needed from those places. Right. I and I even... think even though even if a grocery store were to require vaccines, they would still do curbside pickup. So you could order it on like Ralph's or Walmart, do the curbside pickup, and they would just bring it and put it in your car for you. Yeah. I agree. But okay, so there's that. How about if local restaurants started to require it for you to eat inside? Nope. Went an entire year without eating inside. What's a little longer? Ah, you're going down the path I would hope you would go down. This is perfect. So Sorry, but there are local restaurants that I could see requiring it, and there are local restaurants who I could see that wouldn't require it, and I will... Give my I think money there to are those? local restaurants. I think there are local restaurants who would say, if you even try to show me your vaccine passport, I'm not letting you in. Right. So <laughs> like, I'll support the ones that I agree with. That are like with. that. But, but okay. So there's that. What if it was required to travel by air domestically? That's. Domestically within the United <laughs> States. I think for me, 
Probably not. Me either. You know why? It just shortens the geographic area that we can visit. Our normal place that we fly is Vegas. Well, it's yeah, four but we're hours. going. If we really going wanted to, to go, Nashville, that's well, a pretty yeah, good. We wouldn't distance. have gone to Nashville if we. No, had that's to have my point. It would fly. just shorten your geographic area that you can visit. Right. We can visit like Vegas. We can visit you know Nevada, Utah, um, Arizona, Oregon, Arizona, Washington, Idaho, maybe Montana. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that's a good chunk of the country. Oh, don't forget, we can also visit New Mexico, Colorado. Yeah. Um, all of those anything are anything within know, like a twelve um, to sixteen hour drive. You I could think probably is you could you can do anything in Texas. I mean, I think you're Texas I, is I, about twenty. I think there's a lot of places that you could visit right um but you'd have to go by vehicle and that is what it is you know whatever um there's there's nothing you can do about that but i think where it changes is the international travel and we all know that that's what's going to happen we're going to have to get something but what i'm hoping for is i keep hearing this technology of taking something in a pill so you know how i take a blood pressure pill to keep Uh my blood pressure normal you would take this pill on a regular basis to make sure that you keep COVID at bay. See, and I think I think they're going to have to be careful with requiring it for international travel. Because there are people who are allergic to the way that vaccines are created. Uh-huh. They aren't won't be required to get any kind of vaccination. It's also illegal most places to ask for people's medical records unless you're a healthcare professional. Except that places already require certain vaccines. For you to go there. African countries require all sorts of I'm, weird I'm specifically vaccines. talking about Canada, the most likely international destination we'd want to go. Well, I understand that, <laughs> but I was talking just in general. Right. But if, if we were planning a trip to, like, Kenya, and Kenya was like, no, COVID vaccine required, I'd be like, guess we're not going to Kenya. Sorry. Right. I'm not exactly. doing it. No, I, I agree with that. I totally agree with there that. There are things that are worth it and things that are not. Well, and so basically what we just came through is that pretty much there is no situation that we couldn't bear if they blocked us from it because we didn't have the vaccine. I even told you, this Canada... Think about that. Yeah. I even told you that Canada is most likely to require the vaccination if you're flying in, but they're not super likely to require it if you drive in, at which point we would fly to Eureka and drive... Well, isn't it interesting? It's the exact same distance as it is to drive to my parents' house from Calgary as it is to drive from Eureka. Probably costs 75 times more to fly to Eureka. I don't think so, actually. It's pretty damn expensive to fly to Canada. Okay, anyway. (laughs) That's kind of weird that they would require it for traveling by air, but not for driving in. It seems a tad bit inconsistent. Right now, if you fly into Canada, you're required to do the quarantine like like it was for Ash when she went to Australia. In their hotel, uh-huh. paying yeah, them the flat rate. But if you drive in, it's just you're, you're asked to 14-day quarantine. That's a complete inconsistency. Right. But I think people who fly in are at much higher risk of... It's still a complete inconsistency. But yes, I agree with you. Did you hear, you know... Last thing before we get out of here. Did you hear that there was a flight that went somewhere? I can't remember where it went, and it originated in one place and went to another place. And every single passenger submitted a negative COVID test. 
And then when they got on the other side, they tested them again, and they and there was like 38% of them were um, COVID positive. Wow. That's interesting. So you can't even trust the tests. <laughs> oh, and then there was that part about 1,500 um, labs. Well, a certain number of labs. I don't think it was 1,500. I think it was more like 150. Um, requested, they were given 1,500 samples of COVID. And when they tested them, all they found was influenza A and influenza B in all 1,500, not a single instance of COVID. And then um, they tried to get a, a sample from the CDC, and the CDC said it's never been isolated. Wow. So how exactly did they create a vaccine for a virus that they've never been able to isolate? Yeah, that doesn't exactly make a lot of sense. Nope. So with that, that's all I have to say. Well, then on that note, good night, everyone. Ah, still a bye-bye, pretty girl. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.